This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your stop for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today, Monica? I am on a high note. I know you've been at the New York Film Festival lately, so I'm sure you're, you're, you're really high right now on, on movies. Just on a cinema high. Four yeah. movies a day, That's it's the best feeling in the world. Well, uh, this is episode number 22 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie Pitch Perfect. If you're new to Cinema Fix, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies, and each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers, so if you've seen the film and would appreciate a much more in-depth conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week, the movie we're going to be discussing is Pitch Perfect. Monica, why don't you go ahead and give our listeners a little information about the film? Great, will do. Um, This is a movie directed by Jason Moore. He did the Broadway musical Avenue Q, in case you've seen that. And he's done a few episodes on television for Everwood, Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill. But this is his feature debut. Avenue Q, that was the Broadway musical with Muppets, right? Puppets. Puppets. Puppets Muppets is trademark. Puppets, excuse me. There's a difference. (laughs) <laughs> there are no puppets to be found in, in Pitch Perfect, unfortunately. So unfortunate. Wait, no, false. There's the sock puppets. Oh, that that's And the competition. Point. Yeah, spoilers. Um, it stars Anna Kendrick as Becca, who's a wannabe DJ whose dad forces her to go to college and join a club on campus because she's being, you know, kind of antisocial and anti-establishment. But she joins the Bellas, an all-female a cappella group. The group is working against beating their male competition, the Troublemakers, um, in order to become national champions. All right, here's a clip. Do my eyes deceive me? Are you a Bart and Bella? No. You're one of those a cappella girls. I'm one of those a cappella boys, and we're going to have a children. It's inevitable. You're really drunk right now. I don't no. think you're going to remember any of this. I'm not drunk at all. You're just blurry. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you almost she, fell over? Yeah. Can you pass the sobriety test right now? Yep. Can you stand up straight? See how I come right back? And I come right, right. back. Wow. Can I get you a drink? Sounds great. I'm going to get you a drink. Go for it. I think you need to get on this level. All right, that was a clip from Pitch Perfect. This is part one of our episode on the film, so we're just going to take ten minutes to give some general thoughts on the movie, and I am starting the clock now. Monica, what did you think of this movie? I I mean, I had fun with it. It's not any sort of a classic we're going to, you know, put up on the shelf and hold up on during the, you know, Academy Awards and say, this is you know, representing of all the greatness that cinema has to offer for the past year or anything like that. I think it's just a little fun, you know, time waster. 
you know, it's upbeat, it's kind of all girl power. It's very rare to see a female ensemble comedy. I know a lot of people are trying to go after that bridesmaids money, but not so many people have pulled it off. Um, so this is kind of like a sort of younger version of that. Um, also has the kind of gross comedy aspect, but not, I guess, so much. But yeah, it's fine here and there. I think it's all right. Whatever gets the Glee movie out of my mind forever and ever, amen, I'm totally fine with. <laughs> I think I think you're right to bring up Bridesmaids. This movie, to me, was basically just a mashup of Bridesmaids and Glee. And if you look at how the mm. movie's marketed and certain elements of, of the way it's constructed, it, this has Bridesmaids written all over it. It's basically Bridesmaids with music. And it's not terrible. I, I do think that it is a very funny film at times. As you mentioned, it's very upbeat, very light, the kind of movie that you just go to if you want something fun to mm-hmm. see on a weekend, turn your brain off and you enjoy it. It's ultimately pretty inconsequential. This is Jason Moore's feature debut. I wasn't blown away by it, but it certainly wasn't terrible. Yeah. I do think that the performances are really good, particularly Anna Kendrick in the lead role. I mean, she's good in everything. Yeah. But she's really good here, and it, it was kind of interesting to see her take on a role where she has to sing and kind of be a, a, a little bit more expressive than we're used to seeing her. Well, hey, who knew she could sing at all? Because I missed that somehow in all of the different movies I've seen her in. Right. So she, I, th- I thought she did a really great job. Brittany Snow is in the film. She does a good job. Rebel Wilson is in this movie, and you know she she was in Bridesmaids as well. That's that's exactly yeah <laughs> the connection there. Yeah, and and here she is kind of in the Melissa McCarthy role as sort of the overweight comic relief. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a, a really good job. I have some issues with her character, but we'll discuss those in part two. You know, overall, it's it's a bit too cliche and a bit too formulaic for me to fully recommend it. You know, it doesn't really do anything new. But, it, you know, it, it, it's fun. It's light. If people want to go see it and have a good time, you know, mm-hmm. good for you. I mean, I know it's something I can take my younger sister to, and she won't be completely bored at it, and she won't hate it in any sense, I don't think. Uh, you know, could be totally wrong. But I think it is just, you know, a sort of fun throwback thing. Um, totally can watch it in an afternoon and... You know, not think about it twice once you leave the movie. It's not something you have to mull over. I think you brought up a good point that it's very cliched. Um, I kind of made the reference earlier before when we were just talking before the episode about, like, Bring It On. It's one of my favorite films of all time, and it has also that very female-centric lead and also the big sense of competition and having to prove oneself and also, you know, for the good of the group. So there's that, but there's also, you know, a long... Since that success, there's been a long chain of those kind of movies. Like, I'm also thinking Stick It. I think there was an ice skating one that ABC Family did um, ages ago, back in the 90s as well. Um, but it's it's still it's something that's been done before. Yeah, there's a long history of, of these, you know, competition movies. Yeah. The thing that was interesting to me is that, you know, this is, it's trying to be bridesmaids, but for the Glee demographic. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to be a little bit edgier than Glee. And at one point in the film, they even kind of make fun of Glee. And someone at one point directly comes out and says, you know, this is college, not high school. We're not going to take time to explore our sexuality 
and deal with any serious social issues. <laughs> I, paraphrasing. That's what someone directly says. Yeah. So clearly it, it's kind of trying to present itself as glee for an older audience, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe a, an audience that's looking for something a bit raunchier, yeah. perhaps. And the thing is, it doesn't really make a good case for itself as being mm-hmm. something different from Glee, in my opinion. Ultimately, it's pretty much the same. A bunch of students singing their favorite songs, and there's some jokes thrown in. Yeah. And there's a love interest, and there's some romantic tension there. It's college. That's where the pheromones fly, man. Oh, yeah, it's college. <laughs> it's totally different from high school. Totally has an aka boner. <laughs> <laughs> that's a phrase used in the movie. That, yes, that's, yes. It's a thing that exists, apparently. No, no, no. I think they called it a, a toner. Oh, was it a toner? I, I thought it was so. an aka boner. <laughs> Either way. It's- yeah. A- Aka jokes and what was the other one? Pitch. Pitch is a the yeah. switch word for pitch. Cheeky. Yeah. So overall, you know, I thought the musical numbers were pretty good. And, and honestly, that's what most people are probably going to go see it for. Really? I'm so glad someone likes that. <laughs> I like I, 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 I'm I'm totally fine with the with the good musical and the musical numbers in this film, I thought were pretty well done. Um, I like acapella music most of the time. God bless you. Actually, I'm not a big fan of a lot of modern pop songs, and I actually prefer these acapella versions. I, I think these arrangements are more tolerable than their real songs a lot of the time. That is not a positive statement on our state of music. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a quick story with that, actually. With our screening, they had an actual all-girls acapella group perform right before. And I'm just like, we're all trying like to be really nice and polite in the row. And we're like, what, what is this? Is like a pre-show? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, just to, to get you in the mood for it. I, You know, I was already braced for, what, the 90 or so minutes that this was going to be. I didn't need more. I'm not a fan of acapella music. It just, I don't know. Once we pass, like, the, I guess, doo-wop sort of thing. If it's not on, like, Main Street USA and Disney World, I'm just, I'm not in the mood for it. I will say that Party in the USA is a horrible song, no matter how you arrange it. But other than that... There's no defense of that song. (laughs) Yeah, other than that, I thought that most of the music... In, in, in the film was okay. And I've act- I actually went back and listened to some of the songs on Spotify from the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And they're not bad. They're catchy. They're upbeat. You know, I, I found myself thinking, you know what? This, this isn't awful music. So if, if you're in the mood for a good time, if you want to hear some decent musical arrangements, sure, go see Pitch Perfect. It, it is pretty funny, uh, but don't expect, you know, anything groundbreaking. I guess the last point that I had on that would be that because they use so many contemporary songs, that the focus is so heavy on. And it also, she's a, she's a DJ and does her own mashups, which is, you know, a very recent, well, not recent, it's a couple years so far, but, um, you know, it's a newish trend that it's immediately dated. You know, looking at this 10 years from now, it's going to show its age really fast. So I don't think, you know, unlike, I'll, I'll reference it again, but even Bridesmaids or, bring it on. Yeah, so the styles are a little indicative of the time, but it's not so like in your face like 
the party in the USA song. <laughs> God, you brought the, you had to bring that song up, like my least favorite. <laughs> right, but it, that's a good point because it, it's kind of ironic because uh, you know the, the the whole thing about Becca's arc in this movie is that she's kind of like this new approach to acapella and she's basically updating it for the modern era and she wants to sing new songs and bring in some mashups and it's supposed to be really cool and contemporary but as you mentioned that's ultimately going to date the film yeah so yeah i'm not sure how well the movie will hold up 15 20 years from now but for a movie in 2012 it's 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 not bad it's okay it's okay all right is there anything you'd like to say about pitch perfect before we uh, wrap up this part and then move into uh, spoilers for part two. I am at peace with what we have so far. Well, uh, we're, at, we're, we're about at 10 minutes anyway, so I think that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on Pitch Perfect here on Cinema Fix. Don't forget to tune into part two for a much more in-depth look at the film, and don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing Argo. Or maybe Sinister. I'm not sure. Argo. No. Argo. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Let's <laughs> I- do it. He's, he's, he's our Boston boy. I'm looking forward to Argo, but I've also seen Sinister, and I think there's a lot of stuff to talk about in that film. But so, so we'll, we'll see. Probably, we'll probably do Argo. We'll, we'll fight it out. Yeah, yeah. Or we can cage fight it out like Here Comes the Boom. We could do that, or we could battle through song, like in Pitch Perfect. Well, I might lose. I don't know the words to Party in the USA. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose in this battle. Well, we'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at www.filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including our brand new show, all about the ABC series Last Resort, Dispatches from St. Marina. Monica, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me online on the Twitters at movies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I movies. And they can find usually almost all of my stuff go up on there. All right. I'm Andrew Johnson. You can find some of my writing at www.filmgeekradio.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know that you're a listener, and I will definitely follow you back. All right. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this week getting high on cinema. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!